You are tuning in to your SDBSE podcast. I'm your host, Nicole Johnson. I'm a licensed esthetician and a business owner delivering tips to help you feel like you aren't alone in the SD world and the self-doubt game if you're trying to be a boss babe yourself and to help give you tips on how to make your skin fab. I give little tips that help me along my SD career climb over the 10 years and hope that it might help someone else. Thanks for tuning in, guys. Let's dive right in, shall we? Good morning, everybody. I hope that your week has been fantastic. Um, I am currently in LA right now. I went to a skincare summit that Cosmetics put on, and it was so great. They did an amazing West Coast summit, and they had speakers come in and talk to estheticians about business growth, social media, and marketing, and branding, you know, tips for selling retail, um, just a lot of just education for estheticians businesses. And it was really great. I do wish, and I hope that more skincare lines are going to start tagging onto this and start offering this because the education game is starting to grow and it's much needed. And I think it's amazing. So I am currently all packed up. I head to the airport to head back home, um, in about an hour. So I thought I would pop on um it was just such a really nice and magical time if you're not getting out there and networking with other estheticians in this industry you're totally missing out there is so many amazing opportunities and things that you can learn and you can connect with people and this industry is such a fun and wonderful industry that you really should be reaching out and networking i cannot stress that enough Um, so hopefully you are doing that dive into education trainings, dive into taking classes and courses as much as you can. As I always say that this industry is just growing so much all the time. It never stops. You should never stop learning. You should never stop, you know, trying new things. You should never stop diving into this industry. Honestly, you are doing yourself a disjustice in your business as well too. Um, anyways, so I, wanted to kind of talk about, you know, some of you who have been listening have heard, you know, my story, but I just was kind of thinking about in the past, gosh, 15 years, how crazy things have changed. Um, and when I was flying here, I looked up and, um, I recognized a friend that I used to play, um, shows with when we were both in bands and I haven't seen him in almost like 18 years. And I was like, Oh my God, this is so crazy. And we were just talking about how everything has just changed. Um, I mean, I don't even know that girl anymore, but I remember when I was a musician, I was not really living for myself and I loved music and I loved writing and I loved performing. But the moment that I started to pursue it, it became not mine. And I let go of my authenticity and I let go of myself because, you know, as soon as I had a meeting with Sony Records, they were looking for a Taylor Swift. This was definitely before Taylor Swift, but they were looking for more of a poppy, um, like, you know, like a poppy country singer. They were looking for a lot of things that they were trying to fill and it very quickly became a game and i had to you know if i wanted to pursue a music career i had to do it a certain way 
And the moment that I went, I was 19 years old and I wanted to audition for this company that was going to help um, bring me to a great producer and produce some music and help me kind of grow my music career. I was 19 years old and I drove to Tennessee with my you know, high school boyfriend at the time and I didn't tell anybody I was going and I just went. And I was so excited. I have never sang as amazing as I did. We actually have that audition on tape. And I do like to go back and look at that tape because that person, I was literally just so excited to be there. I didn't have any doubt. I didn't have any worries. I wasn't trying to impress somebody. I wasn't trying to be who people wanted me to be. I was literally just singing and being myself. And I don't think I ever was that person ever again after that day. So, um, you know, my parents got involved in helping me fund my music career. And so they definitely controlled a lot of the things that I did as well too. And so it literally became not mine. Um, and I loved it and I wanted to pursue it. So I just kept, you know, riding the train. Um, and at the end of this, I'm going to drop a, um, one of my very first songs that I ever recorded. Um, it is a country rock version. I went into Nashville and I recorded with Mark Mosley and he literally recorded Garth Brooks' first album, um, Tim McGraw. <laughs> uh, I mean, he had so many famous people. I literally met Porter Wagner, but I had no idea who Porter Wagner was. My mom completely froze whenever he was down there and he laughed at me and said, you don't know who I am. And then I learned, you know, he invented country music, Dolly Parton, you know, recorded at this studio. It was so magical. And they gave me a whole list of songs that I could choose from. And I will say, I didn't really love all the songs and I was a writer myself. In fact, I love doing like more Michelle Branch and, you know, things like that. But I had to choose, you know, something from the list. And there's this one song, it's called You Come By Wild. And it was the first time I learned like my range. Um, so I could definitely belt stuff out. And I, you know, worked with my piano teacher and my music teacher and we really like nailed down all like everything. So I had, I was ready to go back to Nashville and record my five songs. And I had been practicing so much with my music teacher and two days before we were going to Nashville, everything was paid for because studio time was very expensive back then. I mean, I'm sure it still is. Um, but I had strep throat and I was so sick and my parents were out of town and my sister took me to the emergency room and I'll never forget because she took me to the emergency room and she made a pallet <laughs> at the emergency room waiting room and like literally like laid me down and she was like, I'm going to just like make sure you're taken care of. Um, she was, you know, she was great. And I had to get like, I, I told the doctor, I was like, I literally cannot be sick. Like I have to record an album this weekend. It's paid for. I can't reschedule this. Like I, this is crazy. I've been like waiting for this opportunity. And so he gave me some medicine and he gave me a steroid shot and he's like, this is going to help you. You're not going to feel hundred percent better, but it's going to help you. So I had to get so much rest. I had to like dope myself up with vitamins and all sorts of stuff, try to boost my immune system. And of course this was like back, you know, 20 years ago when things were not as great as they are now with, you know, all the IV stations and stuff. And so we went to Nashville and 
my grandma came with us, which was, you know, my granny. She's my, she's my boo. She's my bestie. And I mean, I, I was drinking tea, hot tea all day long. I was definitely still sick, but you know, steroid just kind of covers it up for you. And so we saved the song, You Come By Wild. We saved it very, very last because I had to hit some crazy high notes. And I was just like, I don't know how I'm going to do this because <laughs> after every song I recorded, I would be a little bit hoarse. I had a cough, you know, I mean, I was sick. I had strep throat. My throat was just like, oh, it was horrible. So we finally get to the last song and I was like, you know what? I'm here. This is my moment. I'm just going to freaking go for it. And I did. And it turned out really, really well. And every time I do still hear that song, I'm like, God, every obstacle that I was coming through to do this, I did it. And it was the hardest thing ever. I was so sick. I definitely had to do a few takes, which I will tell you, singing live is so easy. It's authentic. It's great. But when you're singing in a studio and you have to like stop and go back to that build up moment, it is so hard. I honestly always hated recording in the studio. I loved singing live because it's like more real, right? And when you're in a studio, you're having to like stop, go back. All right, let's go right here. And then you have to like get into it. I always hated studio time. Um, and I did it. I belted it out and it was, it was really great. And then after that, um, I found a group of guys and I had this really awesome like country rock band. It was called Nicole and the Boys. We performed at the rodeo. We had so much fun and I felt like that was mine and I loved it. And then more opportunities started coming up in the career and I went in a different direction because doors were opening and it felt like I needed to go that route, but I don't feel like I was very authentic. I don't feel like I was really just like doing what felt right for me, um, doing what I wanted to do. I kind of was going through the motions of what other people thought that I needed to do. And when I signed with a record label, it even got worse because I mean, they just make you do what they want to do. They took so many of our songs, made us redo it, you know, and this is whenever I was with On The Radar and I worked with a rapper and he would rap and I would sing and they chopped everything up. And I mean, we had such a great time writing music and we actually recorded our own music in like this, the kitchen of his studio, you know, when we first started and it was so much fun staying up late, writing lyrics, putting it all out there. And then the label, you know, made us do so many, they made us change our name. They made us just, it was a career that I felt I let other people dictate how I was going to live my life and how I was going to be. And the point of me coming on here is I am so happy that I finally got to a point in my life where I started to live for myself. I wanted to do what felt right for me, for my brand and do the things that I want to do. Even when it's hard, you're going to open, you know, doors are going to open, you're going to go there and some of them weren't the right doors and that's okay. It's just so much better to live your life authentically you because I feel like I didn't really and truly preserve my pursue my music career to the fullest because I wasn't really doing it for me and I lost myself and I lost my drive and my passion because I didn't have any direction I didn't have any passions for myself I didn't have any goals for myself I wasn't doing it for me anymore and so if you find yourself living for what you sh think you should be doing or what 
you think people want you to do. You're not being authentic to who you are. And if you're running your business that way, your brand is not going to be authentic and people are going to feel that. And then that brand is not going to be going in any of the directions that you want it to. People want to buy from a brand that feels authentic and feels, you know, it has a purpose to it. So if you find yourself struggling with your business and where you're going in your career and you feel like you're living in a direction that other people are wanting you to or you're worried about what other people think about you or you, you're you not living for you, just literally stop. <laughs> Start sitting down and think about where do you want to be in even a year? Where do you want to be in three years? I know sometimes it seems impossible to be like, you know what? I want to be my own boss, have my own studio by next year, and have 50 returning clients that come back to me every single month. And yeah, it may seem crazy, but it's totally possible. And if you put your heart and if you put your soul and if you're authentic about it, and you really hone in on that brand of who you are, what you want your business to be, who you are as a business, those people are going to start coming to you because they're going to feel your authentic vibes. They're going to feel that passion that you have and they're going to want to be a part of it. So I challenge you to live for you, be authentic, and do the damn thing. Do what it is that you are put on this planet to do. If you feel that desire, you have it for a reason. The universe is literally tapping at you. Hey boo, I know you want this. Like, let's go for it. It's scary. I know it feels impossible, but put your big girl panties on and just do it. I believe in you. I know that you believe in you and you should believe in you. I think it's amazing. I'm going to drop the uh, song, You Come By Wild. My 19 year old, very first time I ever recorded strep throat, just trying to make it through. <laughs> I'm going to put that at the end of this episode, but I hope that this resonated with somebody. And I hope that if you are struggling with imposter syndrome, with self-doubt, shove it away. You don't need that in your life. Just trust your instincts, trust yourself, do your best and live your life for you. I hope you have an amazing week. And I'll be back soon. I can hear it all now. Where you've been, why'd you get in so late? And I don't wanna hear it, cause I know she can't relate. I'm nothing like her, she's so straight. I'm nursing my head from the night before She's banging on the dishes and mopping the floor She sits down at the table and I'm thinking Man, here it comes Another long lecture about what I shouldn't have done She just hands me two aspirin and a cup of joe Says you might not want to hear it from me But it just might surprise
book that I've never seen It's covered in flowers, hazy and beads There's pictures of Woodstock and there she is in it Selling comfort in her hand and her arm around Hendrix She points out a boy I barely recognize In a tie-dye t-shirt making a peace sign Yeah, that's your dad with long hair and a beard wasn't for free love, honey, you wouldn't be here I know that seems like a whole other time See, I was somebody else Before you arrived You come my world, honestly I wasn't always a straight-laced mama that you see Been down that road and I've been Remember it still And all those rides they wouldn't be